Growing up can be really hard, and it can be hard because sometimes our past can weigh us down, and other times we forget what our past really means because it actually builds us up. In the book, Where Your Beginning Began, written by Courtney Cohen, Courtney allows our past to be something that we can be proud of. As a matter of fact, that we can all say that we began in the same place. And this is especially true for kids who have been adopted by new families. I was fascinated with the concept of the importance of our beginnings, and I think you'll be curious about that too. Let's listen in. Hello, and welcome to the Power of Kids Book Podcast, where we believe that books are a catalyst for inspiring and empowering change. I'm your host, Dory Durbin, and today we have Steve and Courtney Cohen. They're the owners of Now Found Apparel and Publishing, as well as at least 11 books and three children's books. So welcome, guys. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Hey, we are going to talk about book number one today. We're kind of worked backwards. So this is book number one. And it is where your beginning began. And I'm really curious where your beginning began with where your beginning began. <laughs> right. So uh, the the words for where your beginning began came to me one night about a week before our um, our little girl was going to be born. And she was going to come to us by way of private adoption. So I wasn't, I didn't get to carry this one. We've got two biological kids that were a privilege to, to have, but this was a whole different kind of journey and honor, um, in so many ways. So about a week before she was born, um, I was getting ready for bed. Everybody else was completely asleep by that point. And I sit down on the bed and I just have this poem just kind of drop on me. And I just felt like God was giving me a really special gift in that moment. So I pull out my notes app and I just start typing away on my phone as fast as my thumbs can go. And before I know it, I've got the a really solid foundation of a poem. And over the next a week or two, we just kind of brushed up the words and, um, and that was the beginning of where your beginning began. Um, <laughs> and then later we, we eventually, of course we had a, a baby and life got very busy, um, very quickly. So eventually we came back to that and we found an illustrator to work with and, um, started the process of actually making it into a book. So, um, now our daughter that we adopted is about to turn five. Um, so it has been a really amazing journey and she, she picks up this book and she claims it as her own. Um, but the, the meaning behind it for us, it was so important for us to give her some understanding of where she came from because we've had her from moment one. We were there at the hospital when she was born, um, and she has always been ours, but she also has a history beyond that um, that's really important to remember and to honor. So this book just uh, begins to speak into that and, um, yeah, take a glimpse at that history. We really feel it's important to honor the birth moms in, in this situation because they have made sacrifice after sacrifice after sacrifice. They have made incredible decisions that go well beyond themselves. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to bless another family with their, with their child, but it's also a difficult thing. And we just want to honor that very difficult um, decision and sacrifices that they've made. Yeah. And so, okay. She is from Jamaica. Is that correct? 
No. So she, uh, we adopted her here in Texas. Um, but yeah, she has, there's Jamaican origin her line. Yep. So. so part of her, that's where we, uh, where, where we started the, the land of Fombly, which is Jamaican for family, which is I'm sure what you're actually referencing there. There's, there's a, a strong lineage from, from Jamaica that, that she has. And we just felt that that would be, uh, that would be a nice homage, I think, yeah. to that, that, uh, history. Yeah. And so your main character is, I think I'm saying this right, Kane, the elephant? Kane, yes. And I know that there's kind of a, a story to that character being part of the, the book itself. So I'll let you tell that story. I think it, it really started actually with um, uh, a painting that we, you know, my, our oldest daughter and I really started decorating um, our youngest daughter's room. And we, along the lines, there was a, this is a long journey. Um, there's actually a 10 year gap between our uh, middle child and our youngest. And that was part of, uh, honestly, Courtney and I not being on the same page, believe it or not, it was I the, that wanted the, the children. And uh, Courtney was not, uh, not at that place for, for about seven years. And it took about three additional years once we made up our mind with all of life happening to to really go through that journey of adoption with the paperwork and the processing and all the different fundraising and things like that. So it was uh, where this came about is on the wall, we painted an elephant. It was kind of like an elephant's gestation, this really long period. Um, so that's where Kane the elephant actually comes from because it was just this, it felt like a forever process. So, um, and Kane is just the, the nickname that we actually have for our youngest. So. That's neat. That's really neat. I love the gestation reference too, because <laughs> I think it's like anything that's worthwhile. You think it's going to happen really fast and it takes right. so much longer than what you expect. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And the, the elephant painting that's on the wall in her room, we waited until we found out um, what, whether it was a boy or a girl because all of the other animals are kind of neutral colors. It could be appropriate for a boy or a girl because we were open to adopting either. So we we didn't paint her purple and pink until with like a green belly until we found that out just to have something a little, a little more girly in there. Just fun. But yep. with the brown eyes, because she's got gorgeous brown eyes. Yeah, wonderful. She's my, she's my little brown eye girl. That, um, <laughs> when we... Uh, when we had our, our our two biological, there was a uh, we went through a um, pregnancy, I guess, a, uh, counseling sessions and things, and they encouraged us to pray for two things for uh, our child to have. And I was praying the the love of music and you know the the voice that my my bride has and her blue eyes and both of our uh, and I've got deep brown eyes. So, and both of our kids came out with her blue eyes. And then I also still want, I still wanted me like my deep, dark brown eyes to be in one of our children. So here came, here came along our youngest and man, she's got my brown eyes. Yes, I love it. <laughs> awesome. That is awesome. We were chatting right before this. And I think this is probably a good time to talk about the changes um, that you've, that you've made in the actual images. I think that kind of fits right now, really. Yeah. So we, you know, we did work with an illustrator who did a really wonderful job. It's a, a beautiful uh, work, but there were things that we wanted to brighten up. And as we've got the other two books that came after this, we wanted to create more of a cohesive 
flow between them. So Steve has been kind of freshening up um, this into a, what will be a second edition um, releasing very soon. So we're excited about that. Yeah, we're we're hoping to actually finish the final drawing this afternoon. So that's how fresh this uh, this is actually going to be. So um, hopefully that'll hopefully that'll be available uh, soon. But if not, either way, the first edition and second edition are still they're they're both beautiful. They both are going to carry the same heart of uh, really identity and and sharing this this beautiful process. And again, honoring the birth mom, really getting on that that mindset of making sure that we are just loving on this this whole process and, and all parties who are a part of it i thought really the which you showed me before too with the the physical features of the elephants and how they shared them that was really quite clever as far as having spots and dots and that kind of thing too yeah do you want to describe some of that well yeah we so one of the things that we wanted to make sure is that when through through the adoption process that the animals are the same the species are the same but in in the species, we wanted to make sure that we gave enough individualism or uniqueness to each ind individual one. And Kini, the elephant, carries the same markings that the birth mom or the the, the her her uh, or the the older elephant has. I don't know how you actually say that. Not older, the birth, birth mom, mom, birth mom elephant. Works. Yeah. Um, and even though they are the same colors and the same patterns and such there are similarities to the adoptive parents where um, one of the ears actually Kaney has is checkers and then the other one is dots and the adoptive parents, the mom has both, both ears are actually dots and the dad has both ears are checkers. So there's a lot of similarities, but the colors are all different because we're all different colored. We're all different. We've got freckles, pale skin, our, our youngest is not, um, <laughs> she doesn't have freckles, you know, so it really, we all look different, but we're all very similar and we really kind of want to express that through all the illustrations. Yep. I thought that was really clever. I really did. So that, that's why I pulled that back out because I think that um, it just shows to even how in an environment you kind of pick up what other people do and some of the characteristics and even some of the facial gestures and things. So, you know, it just, again, shows that families can be made out of different groups, right? Exactly. Absolutely. Well, I know that you're probably anxious to read some of this book. We'd love to hear 30 seconds or so of it. So, Courtney, are you reading or? Yes, I'm going to read this one. Awesome. All right, we'll, we'll jump into the middle and then have the, uh, the end to wrap it up. God spoke, a woman heard. In her womb, you quickly grew. As she listened to life, God's design worked its way through. She searched for God's best place, where you could find your heart's home, and where you would be embraced, safely secure, loved, and warm. So love, when you wonder where your beginning began, always this you remember, you began in God's own hand. That is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Love it. <laughs> Jealous. Why, why I wanted my own poem, which is what started kind of the this trend of all the other books that are coming. I do. I do see. I absolutely do. And I'm glad that you're both open to getting that, you know, the, I almost think of it as like an upload or download something, you know, that's really awesome. So I'm curious, you know, having heard that, how, how did you prepare yourself for the whole adoption process? And 
and bringing in this new person into your family that already existed? Well, before this this time, we had already been foster parents. Um, and so we had had a taste of, you know, the the system, the foster care system and how that all worked. We knew how how we were aging and we knew we wanted one more. I'll just be honest. We wanted one more infant experience before we got a little too old to be able to really enjoy the infant experience. Um, and there are very few ways that you can do that through adoption. So the the way that we chose was to go uh, private adoption. So that is, um, you can do that a few different ways, but we went through an agency and they connected us with a, a birth mom. We were, our profile was shown to many birth moms over the course of uh, several months, nine months, I believe, and um, who fit the parameters that we had. And, you know, you, you can say what you're open for and just put in the different preferences. And so they'll show it to, to birth moms that apply to that. So we got a phone call one day, uh, early February of 2018. And I got a phone call <laughs> and our social worker, our caseworker um, was on the phone. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, hold on. <laughs> so I got Steve on the three-way call because I, I knew. And um, she let us know that we had been chosen. And so that was, I mean, like I'm goosebumps right now, just even remembering that moment. Yeah. Um, but up until that point, like we had done mounds of paperwork and so much fundraising um, because it's not an inexpensive process. Um, and the the agency that we chose is very birth mom centered where they provide um, living, uh, just quarters. A, living quarters. Yeah. They, they've got a, apartments there that they can live um, if they don't have a safe place, if they need groceries, they help with that whatever they need, you know, a job, they, they provide services for these women. Um, and it's not a pressure to place. It's really a very loving and supportive environment for them. And that was so important to us. Um, so all of those, those things were happening up until this time. And then we just, we were just waiting forever. Um, so we get that phone call and that kind of kicks off a new series of events where we went out and, um, had a in-person meeting, we got to meet her face to face and um ask questions we all got to ask each other questions and it was awkward and exciting and <laughs> there was there was some comical parts to it that uh, we we love reminiscing about things mm -hmm. it it's uh, it's a little personal so we don't we won't share some of those things uh, on this uh, on here but it it is it's 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 about every single emotion that you can imagine having so anybody that's preparing for this, know that you're going to have them all. You're mm -hmm. you're going to, it's frustration. You're going to have joy. You're going to have comical events, you know, all of those things. And just enjoy, enjoy the process is really what, what I would say or encourage. Right. Yeah. So. Just be, be open. Mm -hmm. um, but we knew that, um, that she wanted a closed adoption, which is, less common these days. Open adoption where you have some kind of contact is much more normal these days. Um, and she was choosing a closed adoption. So we wanted to take pictures and videos and ask questions and get as much information as we could so that we could um, bring that uh, to Michaela's attention as she grew up and let her know um, that 
this is what your mom was like. And this is, these are things she liked to do. And these, this was her favorite yeah. style of music and her favorite food. And we wanted to give her more um, as much as we could with the limited time we had. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So we, yeah. oh, well, I'll finish up. I know you have a thought. I'll finish this one thing, but um, we went out there several times, I think three ish times. So we had that meeting and then we went out a couple more times to go, um, we were there for some ultrasounds. So we got to have pictures of her sonogram pictures and um, Turk took the birth mom out to lunch. got to get to know her a little bit better before the actual birth. Um, and then I was able to be in the delivery room and Steve and our bio kids were just down the hall and um, his parents were there too. So he got to be the first one to feed her and we all got to hold her within an hour of birth. It was just so beautiful. And, um, I think everything about her adoption process for me, looking back was just ideal. Um, and it is not always that way. I was but about to say, it's not always so that way. While this is our, this is part of our journey. We understand yeah. that this is not how it always is. Right. And sometimes a kiddo, I mean, you get a call and three hours later, there's a kiddo, uh, you're, you know, you're at the hospital and if you're doing private adoption, and then we also know there's, there's kinship placements and more difficult things, situations through foster care. Um, and that's actually our, one of our other books, Loved As You Are, actually addresses those. So we wanted to make sure with, with these currently three books that are out, we have Where Your Beginning Began as Private Adoption, Loved As You Are is kind of those harder place situation adoptions um and then however long forever is is really geared solely for foster care um but one of the things i did want to talk about uh, real quick is that the courtney express there's a lot of fundraising and things are very expensive and there is a reason why that so i want to put that you know shatter that misnomer that oh it's just an adoption agency trying to make a lot of money they are these agencies are loving on these parents they're mm -hmm. loving on these women and it costs money to do so it costs money to help them along this process and pay for the medical bills and pay for food or, or whatever it actually is, pay for the resources to, to go out and do these things. So I want to encourage anybody that, that is considering adoption and they're sitting there and that's the thing that's keeping them from maybe doing it is, Oh, it's just too expensive just to change the mindset there a little bit yeah. is really look at what it would cost to deliver or take somebody through nine months of their, uh, of a pregnancy cycle and what that cost actually is know that that's what you're doing is you're helping those children. You're yeah. it's and not to get overwhelmed. I was, I was terrified of the, the sticker price just when we got the, you know, the, the agency has flat fees certain, you know, along the way and um, that they have determined based on all those resources that they're providing. And it can be really overwhelming when you don't just have that sitting in your bank account. Um, but God provided like I just look back and see how he just provided. Um, and we we got such beautiful support along the way from so many people. So yeah. and you don't have to do it alone. There yeah. are there are people in your sphere. Yeah. There are that grants are just waiting there. to yeah. just come alongside you and support you. You just have to be okay with it. Yeah. So open your hands up and, and let it be. Yeah. That's great advice. I, I actually never thought about the financial end of it or about the the length of the time and then the you probably invested more than once hoping for something to happen and yeah that's great advice Do we, so okay considering all that what was the easiest and the hardest part of the adoption process is can you even define that 
for 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 our experience of a private adoption um because the hardest thing would be totally different if you're coming out of uh, foster care adoption but for this um i would say probably the the paperwork and the the hoops to jump through um we yep. were selling That's- a house and buying a house at the same time and so <laughs> it got put on hold but it's um if you're going through it diligently all straight through, it's still going to take you at least three to six months to get through all the paperwork and the home study and the requirements. Um, so it's, it's a lot. So that, a lot. that would be the hardest. I was going to yeah. say, I was going to say basically the same thing. I think the easiest one was saying yes. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when they actually called and said, you've been selected and here's, here's some the information, the easiest thing is just saying yes. And it gets even a second. I don't even know if it'd be second to that, but it maybe even equally was just welcoming, welcoming her in yeah. into our family and just being there and just enjoying that, you know, that, that first hold and that first feeding. She felt like are, hours from the very from first the moment. Second. You know, I know that there are situations where it doesn't feel like that. And you, it does take some time to grow in love with each other and that's okay too. And that's also a different kind of normal. Um, Our situation was love at first sight, um, love at first sonogram, love at first, yes, you know. (laughs) So um, she always felt like ours. There's never been a moment where she doesn't feel like she's our daughter just as equally as our biological kiddos. Yeah. That's amazing. And I think, you know, because you think about the the families that have waited for this time, they've waited for the opportunity and it's rough. It's super rough. And so you have to just feel so blessed in so many ways. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, I do remember um, a difficult season while we were waiting. Um, we had the paperwork done. We were approved and we were literally just waiting for the call. And I looked around and I feel like 70% of my friends were getting pregnant and it, that was difficult as well for me. That was more emotionally difficult than anything. Um, I think just looking around and I, I remember walking up to one of my friends who she has been incredibly blessed. They've got 10 biological children. Um, and I think she, I was, I was guessing she was pregnant. And I walked up to her and I was just feeling emotional, but she's thankfully one of those friends I can just be raw with. And I walked up to her and, and I was like, are you pregnant? Cause I just had a feeling she's like, yeah, I just found out. And I was like, I'm so happy for you. And I'm so sad for me. <laughs> and she just hugged me. She knew cause she'd been, they've been walking through this process with us for a long time. So I, I was, I was able to freely say that to her and to celebrate with her and to also be sad. Um, and it was like six weeks later, we got our phone call. So, yeah. you know, Michaela was already in the womb. She was already baking, you know, and she was on the way and I just didn't know it yet. Yeah. So that, is that, awesome. that would be a, maybe, maybe even another thing is it, advice is, is knowing that God knows who your kiddo is. Mm-hmm. So just kind of let the, let him do what he does um, is one of the biggest things we have. We have, so many friends and connections and whatnot that have been in this process and they waited years. Um, one of the close friends, three years, we have another group of friends right now that they've been in this process for over two years. And it seems like forever. I mean, we have 10 years between our, our middle daughter, you know, our oldest daughter and, and our youngest. And that felt like eternity, right? So all of these things, but when Michaela came, it's one of those things where we just, 
doesn't matter anymore. Doesn't matter the weight. Yeah. So. Worth it. Worth it in the end. Yes. Yep. All right. So I know we only have a few minutes left. I want to ask you for your book, what is the probably the best thing that people can do in as far as using your book where your beginning began? So I would recommend doing exactly what we do, um, sitting down and uh, reading through that book with your adopted child. And um, we we actually printed off a, a one-off copy for our daughter that had, uh, it has sonogram pictures and pictures of her birth mom in it. So I would recommend people, you know, print off some pictures and just stick them in the front covers as well and allow that to become their story to remember and honor their history as well. We do have a, a page in the very beginning where it's a dedication page. And we really hope that these books will travel with the these kiddos forever, that this is going to be something that they're going to hold and cherish. So yes, placing pictures of the birth mom and maybe as whatever connections or connectivity that sh- that the, the children can have to the birth mom is vital. And I think that this was, this can play a, a huge part of that. That's awesome. Well, can you tell us again where to find all of your materials, your books, all, your apparel, everything? Yes. You can go to nowfound.org. So that's N-O-W-F-O-U-N-D.org. And we will have everything there. That's great. Well, you two are an inspiration. And I just look forward to all of the new books that are going to be coming eventually here and the new tales of the experiences you're having right now that you haven't even experienced yet. We are we, too. We look forward to them as well. Well, thank you for your time today. Thank, thank you. you. It is a pleasure.